party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am joined by my good friend Aaron J. Amendola for a game with one of my favorite titles that we've ever had on the show, Hey Man, I Love You But No Fucking Way, which was created as part of the Record Collection 2019 Game Jam, a game jam focused on creating games based on a particular album by a particular artist. This game uses the album Talon of the Hawk by the Front Bottoms, to tell a story about leaving your hometown, about facing the things that are holding you back, and about coming of age and the way that leaving home changes you, and the way that and the ways in which no matter how hard you try, you stay the same no matter whether or not you leave home. It is a beautiful game. Please check the show notes and check it out. It is, I can't recommend it enough. I had such a wonderful time playing it. I God, it was very, very good. Aaron is, of course, the designer of Earworm, a party game that asks you to make music and identify songs without using words. Uh, he is also one half of the Cooperatives podcast, a podcast about playing games with your significant other, about two-player games that is just absolutely a wonderful must-listen. Just I, It is one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, and Aaron is also launching a podcast uh, experience, I guess is how you would describe it, called Astound. Aaron describes it very well on the podcast itself, so I'll leave a lot of that up to Aaron, but suffice it to say, Astound is, for lack of a better way of putting it, a cinematic universe in podcast form. It is a series of interlocking podcasts about superheroes and storytelling. It's very, very cool. I almost said astoundingly cool, but come on now. Give me a little credit. Uh, I It's beautiful. I cannot wait to see everything that shakes out. I can't wait to maybe be a part of it someday. Uh, it's just a very cool looking concept and it's blowing my mind the more I hear about it. Uh, go follow Aaron on Twitter at I'm Aaron J. Learn more about that project back it at patreon.com slash versus the universe. That's VS the universe and help make astound a reality. Uh, one quick technical note before we dive in because the game mechanics of Hey Man, I Love You But No Fucking Way. Seriously, what a good title. Uh, because the game mechanics of Hey Man, I Love You But No Fucking Way ask you to play the album Talon of the Hawk by the Front Bottoms on loop as you play the game. Uh, this is our first ever listen-along episode of Party of One. So before you get going, before I throw it over to me in the future, uh, you're going to want to pause this episode. You're going to want to go to Spotify, YouTube Music, whatever listening app of your choice is, pull up the album Talon of the Hawk by the Front Bottoms. It is their 2013 album. Uh, give it, cue it up, because I'm going to give you a cue during the episode. I'm going to say 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, play. Uh, when I say play, you hit the play button, and you'll be able to hear the music at the same time Aaron and I are, are reacting to it. It's its own little mini soundtrack for the episode. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool concept. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So go ahead, pull that up, and as you do that, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am so, so excited to be sitting down once again with my good friend, Aaron Amendola. Aaron, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. I can't wait to get into it. I'm so, so excited. I, 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 you know, I, I feel like I like you a whole lot, and I'm happy that you're on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait. I'm I'm honestly just vying for world's best Aaron because I know that you work with another Aaron on all my fantasy children and I got to get my points in when I can. I really respect what other Aaron's doing, but I'm trying to bring a different flavor, you know, you know this time around. I, I, I admittedly, I am actively stoking the competition. So, like, I, I got to <laughs> acknowledge that, but appreciate that you're putting in the effort. 
Mm-hmm. I have a jersey on. You can't see me. It's a audio format, but I am wearing a jersey. It's true. It's a nice jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. So, Aaron, real quick, at the top of the show, why don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about all the wonderful things you've got going on that you might want them to know about. Oh, gosh. So, like uh, Jeff said, my name's Aaron Amendola, and I am a game designer, a content producer. Um, Everything that I do in life revolves around music. It revolves around theater. I recently published a game called Earworm. You can go to earwormgame.com and check it out. It's a it's a name that tune type party game where people are tasked with uh, vocalizing songs, but the only catch is they can't say any words. They can hum, they can beatbox, they can scat. I like to yodel. And they have to vocalize a song to their team in order for them to guess what song it is. It's been super great. If you go to earwormgame.com, you can find out more about it. Uh, but... I think the biggest thing coming up is uh, a big project called Astound. Tell me about Astound. Okay. Oh, boy. It's, it's, a, it's a big old thing. So for the past two years, I've kind of been looking at all the different things I like to do. I like to uh, write, direct movies. I like to create music. I like to produce games. And I was looking for a way to kind of build a sandbox to facilitate all of these different things. And... um. You know, I'm I'm a warm-blooded American guy. I love the MCU. And I said, why don't I just make my own type of MCU? And that is what Astound is. It's a play box for me to create different stories that all exist in this interconnected world. And the first story to come out is a is an RPG actual play podcast called Unicursity. And Unicursity is uh, the tale of three students and what happens to them when paranormal events begin cropping up at Windy City University in Chicago. It's been a ton of fun. I've been able to produce it with uh, my wife, Liz Brodzinski, and two big players in the Chicago scene, Caitlin Rosberg and Matt Peters. We've been... uh, essentially recording this for the past few months, and I've actually made my own RPG that is going to be used exclusively with Unicursity. So if you listen to the show and you like what we're doing, you can actually download the RPG and create something in our sandbox of Astound. So if you like what we're doing, join us. That's pretty much, I mean, that's a pretty great, like I've heard a lot of good pitches. That's a pretty great pitch. I gotta (laughs) hand you that. Well, here's the last pitch. If you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash versus the universe. That is patreon.com slash vs the universe. And you can download the game. You can see what we're doing. And if you like it, you know, give us a dollar a month. It'll help out. That is a hell of a pitch. I mean, and you know, like you make good work. I, 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 I have loved Earworm ever since the first time we played it together at Gen Con 2017. Oh, what a what a fantastic year. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Good, meeting you, meeting con. Aaron and ta- oh, I like that was the year that Gen Con became Gen Con for me. That was the year that I I felt like I was a part of something bigger and I was making friends and oh, fantastic. I I really really treasure that time. It's a good it was a good year for the like that was just that was a perfect weekend, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like it was great. It was so much fun. Everyone found a dollar on the ground. Yeah. You know. What? Yeah, it was great. Like every single person at Gen Con found Just money. Found a it was weird. Yeah. Except the assholes. They did not they lost a dollar. Yeah, yeah. We we took their dollars and then we bought cupcakes. It's great. Mm, and they got fantastic. no cupcakes. Yeah. What good. a what a bunch of idiots. <laughs> I was gonna say dipshits, but uh, uh whatever. <laughs> so speaking of fun, let's get into the game this week, because I think it's gonna be I might not be 
It'll be a kind of fun. It'll it'll hurt, but it'll hurt real good. And I think that makes it even better than fun. Mm-hmm. So this week we are playing Hey Man, I Love You But No Fucking Way by Caleb Worker. What a great title. Right? Hell of a title. Um, it is by Caleb Worker. It was created as part of the Record Collection 2019 Game Jam. It is a game about uh, like your hometown leaving, coming back. It is about it is inspired by the album Talon of the Hawk by the Front Bottoms. And this is a this is an interesting episode because this is our first ever listen along episode of Party of One, because as part of the mechanics of uh, Hey Man, I Love You, But No Fucking Way, it is suggested that you listen to the album Talon of the Hawk essentially on repeat until you're done playing or you're absolutely sick of the music, whichever comes first. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get sick of the music because I've been listening to it for like two days because this is up my alley musically. So uh, what's going to happen is uh, when we start playing proper, I'm going to give us a countdown. I'm going to start the album and listeners at home, if you want to pull up the album on Spotify or YouTube music or whatever your, your music playing app of choice is. When I say when I say play, you hit the play button and you'll be able to listen along with us. And Aaron and I will be listening to the music as we play. We'll probably mention it a few times and it'll inform the scenes that we're playing out in a way that I think will be really fun. This this feels like the quintessential like early 2000s senior in high school. I just got to get out story i love the energy that this album brings to this it it really reminds me of how i was i was finishing high school and all i thought was i'm gonna leave town i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna leave all this behind and there was that bittersweet yeah kind of like like uh just that feeling of i don't need any of this but deep down inside you know you're gonna miss aspects of it and this game seems to bring that out in spades I really, I feel exactly, I had the exact same feeling, and so I feel like the, we're on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. So why don't we go ahead and start the album, and we'll start playing. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Listeners at home, I have pulled up the album. I hope you have pulled up the album, because I'm going to hit the play button in five, four, three, two, one, play. All right. We've started. Au revoir. Adios. So we are friends on the way out and about to leave town. This is for the lions living in the wiry, broke down friends of my uh, frames of my friends' bodies. We are young and unafraid. We're going to each work. You and I, Aaron, are each going to tell each other our name, pronouns and look. And then we're each going to roll 2d6 on a table of questions. And I think we'll both ask each other two questions since there's only the two of us. Okay. So, uh, my name is, uh, I'm going to go with Rory, uh, pronouns he, his Rory is, if this is, I mean, if this is specifically like, I think my about to leave town experience, it's probably, I was pro I'm probably wearing like a comic book t-shirt with the, with like the white, uh, with the white fl- uh, thermal underneath, doesn't matter what mm-hmm. the weather is like. There's the white thermal underneath. I feel very seen. Thank you. Yep, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I figured you might. Uh, I am wearing. I'm not cool enough yet to be wearing chucks, but it's probably not far down the road. So I am probably wearing either Vans or 
the generic equivalent thereof. Nice. And, and I feel like that clothing choice informs the time. Do you have a certain time period that, that you're aiming for with this? Uh, well, well I'm j- I was just kind of in my head thinking when I left uh, high school, which would have been around 2005, if we want to do later than that, if we want to do earlier than that. But like somewhere in this kind of because this album feels to me very like, oh, absolutely. 2000s. Yes. So like that's kind of where my head is at. All right. No, I, I dig that. Uh, 2005, Aaron liked this type of music. That's a good pull. Um, Rory, Rory. And and I want to make sure that I caught them. Did you state your pronouns? Uh, yes, he, his. Okay, great. Fantastic. But thank you for asking. Uh, it's interesting that your name is Rory because I was like, I'm going to play a guy named Gregory. And I feel like Gregory and Rory are too similar. So I'm going to change it up. Um. Yeah, I, I am, I am a young woman by the name of Lorelai, because you're okay. Rory, and I want to hit the Gilmore Girls reference real sure. hard. go for it. Uh, pronouns are her, uh, uh, and look, let's say I, Lorelai's look is, is, Lorelai's look is going to be, if, if we're doing uh, 2005, uh, kind of like long, baggy bootcut jeans, um, a silver and black belt, and on top she's wearing a white button-down with a, like a, a, a sweater vest um, that is like college plaids. Mm-hmm. Um, her hair is done up in a bun. And let's say she has some some real Buddy Holly ass looking glasses oh, on. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, and in on her on her left wrist, there's a rainbow wristband. Okay. And then there's a black leather wristband with a uh, with a skull on it. Okay. Yep. So I think I'm gonna add that Rory has. They don't look good. I should emphasize that because you know we're in the spirit of being 17. I tried <laughs> frosted tips. And it didn't go well. That's what Rory, that Rory's rocking some, some frosted tips that he feels a little self-conscious about because it doesn't work super well. Are you possibly looking at a picture of my high school yearbook? Because Jeff, I got to tell you, this is hitting home for me in a weird way. You know, I, I actually, I also, I had frosted tips, not when I was 17, but when I was like 12 Mm. and it did not go well. So it's good to know young. Yeah. It's you you figure young. it out early. I yeah. did have, I did have, like, anybody who's seen a picture of me now knows that I do, like, a very nice, like, faux hawk spiked up all, th- I was trying that at 17, I was, like, going back and forth between trying that and it not working, and, <laughs> like, a very preppy side part, so I think those are kind of Rory's two options. I, uh, I, like you, um tried to rock a, a, a little faux hawk whenever I can as well. Um, in high school, I didn't have any of the faux hawk part. I just, my hair was like a ski jump where the mm. front of it just like curled up in the most unnatural way. Um, and it looked terrible, but now people say I look like Jimmy Neutron with the faux hawk, so I can't win in any realm. I, so, that's fantastic. my cue for, that's my cue for getting a haircut now is when it goes <laughs> from faux hawk into Jimmy Neutron because my yeah. hair will get heavy. 
So, like, it starts to tilt. It starts to wilt a little bit, and that gets very Jimmy Neutron very quickly. I love oh. I love how real this is getting. <laughs> this is getting... We, we, we went off to the races immediately, and I'm feeling it. Uh, listeners, why don't you just tell us how embarrassing your high school experience was by calling in, too? No. I um, wish we had a call-in number right now. <laughs> please, please, at the both of us, Party of One Pod, at I'm Aaron J with your most awkward high school fashion choices and we will continue to share more of ours on twitter <laughs> oh oh well you're setting me up for success there because i have so many embarrassing pictures oh i, I got it i got a lot i've got a lot of photos aaron mm-hmm. i got some i got some embarrassing yeah facebook is a dangerous place all right so now that we've got our characters and boy do we have some characters <laughs> but the sound of your laugh and your voice on the phone makes me feel like I am already there. So we're each going to, like I said, we're going to roll 2d6 and we have a list of questions here. And I think usually you're supposed to ask one to the player on your right and one to the player on your left. But since Mm -hmm. there's only the two of us, I like us both having two questions for each other to really get an idea of like who we are and how we relate to each other. Nice. I'm into that. So I'm going to go ahead and roll my first question. I got an eight. Which is, we stayed up all night. What were we doing? Ooh. We were, uh, we were, we were watching, um, we were watching a pirated DVD of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, just thought it was the, you know, the funniest thing in the world, like, and admittedly, it's pretty funny, but like mm-hmm. we, we stayed up, we watched stayed up all night, like thinking that we were d- getting away with something by watching this DVD of Space Ghost Coast and the Coast. Uh, can I have a follow up question for Rory? Yes. Uh, is Rory pro Brack or anti Brack? Rory is. Rory is. Pro Brack show Brack. Interesting. And don't, I, I love... don't need him. Don't need him on <laughs> Space Ghost. Like him in his own thing. Got it. I, I loved seeing the process on your face. You were really <laughs> thinking about it. It was fantastic. I had to, I had to, I had to dig deep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Question number one. Uh, what is that? Five, uh, seven. So a seven is what caused us to fight and did we make up? Um, the fact that did we make up is a, is a question is very good. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to answer the first part of the question, which is what caused us to fight. Um, I think what caused us to fight was we always thought we would go to the same college. Ooh, and okay. an opportunity came up where Lorelai was able to get admitted to a school she really wanted far away. And she didn't tell Rory for, let's say, two months. Okay. Um, and did we make up? I think there's a tentative forgiveness there, but there's still, there's still some, some undercurrent there. There's, there's a little bit of animosity that may come out every now and then, yeah. uh, which causes Lorelai to feel a little guarded when talking about her upcoming college experience. Right, for sure. And I think there's almost a little bit of, um, a little bit of like feeling like I'm supposed to continue to be angry, maybe. There's this feeling of, like, I feel betrayed, but, you know, we're really close friends, and I, but I feel like I'm supposed to not forgive you, but I feel like I want to. 
is I think where Rory's at. I, I feel like there's a lot of media out there that like, especially at that age that says this is the biggest deal in life. And, and you, you are made to think that holding on to that makes you strong. It makes you, makes you better. But I don't know that that's always correct. No. I, I and I think know. that's, I think we're at this moment where we're starting, we're faced with this and we're starting to wonder if that's really how it is. Mm-hmm. That got real, real, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's just going to happen. It's high school. Get that drama, drama. All right. You got another question. I do. I wanted to hear the music say the title of the game, so I got very excited. <laughs> All right. My next question is 10. We grew up together. How have I changed? Okay. Hmm. How? Oh, wait. Okay, never mind. Now we're going to now we're going to switch it up because I realized I did it wrong. <laughs> I'm supposed to ask. We're supposed to. So, okay. I like that we asked ourselves a question. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. I, yeah, I was curious, but I, I also like kind of switching off like this. It, I liked, it makes I it a little bit it, more I liked asking. I liked answering our own question. Now I want to ask mm-hmm. you the question. Hit we me. grew up together. How have mm-hmm. I changed? Um. Oh, little Rory. Little Rory, how you've grown. Um, Rory, how have you changed? I feel like... I, I, I don't want to say that we were like next door neighbors, but maybe we were in the same neighborhood, maybe like the same subdivision or something like that. Same block. Uh, I think the way, th- the ways that you've changed is, um, Laurel, I grew up, uh, I, I think a lot more quickly than you did. And I think freshman, sophomore year of high school, Laurel, I thought, well, that's Rory. He's always going to be Rory. He's always going to want to watch adult swim shows late at night. He's always going to want to get a 1 a.m. pizza and, and you know, sit by the pool and, and just chat and play Mafia. But I think specifically, junior year was a big breakout for you. I'm not sure what the exact event was, but something happened in your junior year, maybe private, maybe personal, that caused you to take control of your your next few years in a way that you hadn't done before. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, you started wearing shoes that matched Maybe, maybe for homecoming and prom, you didn't, you didn't wear the joke suit. You maybe actually got a nice sport coat and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you, something happened that caused you to grow up and it was personal and maybe I don't even know about it. That's beautiful. I'm liking having the music a lot because like the music changed and got very kind of like bittersweet, right? As you were mm-hmm. saying all of this, it's perfect. Side question. I, I got to ask. So did you did you ever listen to like Taking Back Sunday or Brand New? You know, up? I didn't when I was in high school, but I've said since then gotten into them as like an adult. And I've constantly feel like I missed out because like <laughs> I was I was such a little shit at 17 that I like wrote them off because they were popular. Oh, yeah. or they were at least what I perceived as popular. And now I'm like, God, I missed out because this music is great. And I could have connected with people. Yeah. Like the front bottoms are giving me severe TBS brand new vibes and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. But I like, I can just hear in the back of my head, these like softer songs from them. It sounds like we're actually like 
walking the streets at 4 a.m. Yep. Revealing truths and like, oh, it's really cool. I love it. I'm loving this a lot. All right. Give me a question. All right. Let's see. Let's see. This is uh, six. Oh, 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 it's a good question. All right. Six. Rory, you gave me something important. What was it? It was... Oh, it was so... Oh, oh I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, it was so important. It was so important. No, I, that's not even... I'm so upset because it was, it was a mixtape. It was absolutely <laughs> a mixtape. Oh, what was it titled? Oh, um, everyone it was, titles it. What was it titled? So I gave you this... I gave this to you recently. Yikes. Uh, and it was titled like... Um, it was titled like just college songs. <laughs> And it's okay. like, it is like half this. It's kind of like what we were saying. Like, it's half songs about like splitting up and feeling betrayed and like parting ways and like kind of breakup songs and half songs about like friendship and about like the times we had together were really special. And like, maybe also like a third just Songs that you're like, I'm sure this had meaning to you, Rory, but I'm not really seeing how Worms Make Dirt by the Aquabats is like connecting to any of this. Yeah, like you hear that song and you are like, this is this means something. It's poignant. And I hear it and I'm like, oh, I can picture him skanking off to that at some dance. And oh, that was fun. But for you, it was a totally different tone. It had a meaning that I was hoping Mm -hmm. you'd pick up on. (laughs) That's, oh, that's, man. that's not a laugh out of derision. That's a laugh out of I've been that person more times than I can count. Dude, I have given many a mixtape and I have had to explain the mixtape, which oh, is yeah. a form of torture I don't wish on anybody. Yep. Yep. Now it's all Spotify playlists. So, yep. <laughs> hooray. My, yep. And, and honestly, the playlists have just gotten they, they haven't stopped. I haven't stopped making them. They've just gotten more specific. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like this is what happened to me this tuesday between 3 and 4 p.m so now we know our characters mm-hmm. and so now for the friends i've made for the sleepless nights for the warning signs i've completely ignored side note as i say these things i should emphasize that the 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 text of hey man i love you but no fucking way has like front bottoms lyrics like kind of scattered throughout and is heading and like headings and things that I think in a way that is very good because mm-hmm. it really like captures that mood even if you're unable to listen to the music that said listening to the music is like getting me in that spot real good yeah for sure so now we know each other and now we're gonna take turns uh we're gonna tell the other player why we have to get out of this town and the other player will tell us what is stopping us and why we can't get out of this town but we have to get out of this town and we're going to then, you know, once we've each kind of explained it, we'll take turns sort of confronting that thing that is keeping us trapped in town. And after each confrontation, we'll roll some dice. If we get the number that we want, we'll mark an O. If we don't, we'll get get an X and that will kind of determine whether we actually leave town or not. And that'll determine what comes next. I'm so nervous. I'm I'm already so nervous. <laughs> I'm real nervous. But at the same time, I know that. Do you have thoughts on why you have to leave town? Because I got to have to think about it for a minute. I do. I I okay. do have some thoughts on 
why Lorelai has to leave town. And I okay. think I think it's because Lorelai looks at her family and she has two brothers. She has a mother that works second and third shift and she has a dad that works first shift. And then, you know, the parents basically never see each other. And they recently had a conversation with Lorelai that was, we only have enough money to send two of our children to college and it's going to have to be the boys because that's just the way it works. The, the, the men go off and find jobs and the women stay home and it would be a waste. I, I feel like Lorelai's father has had a heart to heart with her and said, we can't afford to send you to college. And so Lorelai has taken that as her cue to say, I need to get the fuck out of Dodge and I need to get a scholarship and I need to prove to my parents that one, I'm worth a damn. And two, that my dad's backwards views on the whole patriarchy need to be abolished. So she's really had this fire under her ass ever since they had this conversation and like wild horses could not stop her from leaving at this point. It's just a matter of getting the money to go. Now, uh, I'm going to say you really like that all makes sense. And I, I want you to leave. But at the same time, you you can't you can't just leave. Like at the same time, it's something where. I'm going to say everything you've really ever like, you know, like, you know, Lorelai has pl- like you said, has plans. You 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 kind of know what you want. And part of the problem is the plans that you've made, a lot of them haven't really involved leaving town. So you can't leave town because doing so would mean throwing away your plans and starting over like the college that you wanted to go to is 20 minutes away. If you were to just get out, you would have to, you know, get a new cot, like get a new college application, get a new life plan, which You've had this life plan sketched out since you were 12. That's why you can't leave town. Like, you can't just leave town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the new information that is conflicting with the the dream she's had. Yeah. I have to get out of town. I've got to get out of town. Here's why. That moment that, that, moment that Rory had that changed things... It wasn't a bad moment. It was talking about the summer after senior year with Mike and Chris. You know Mike and Chris. They're, you know, yeah, the other guys. Yeah, you've known them forever, of course. Talking to them about, like, the summer after senior year, right? Like, it was, it was junior year. It was talking about, like... You know, what are we going to be doing? Like, we're going to be out of co- out of high school. And their exact response was, oh, yeah, I'm going to get like a I'm going to get a job and it's going to be great because then I can afford to just, you know, I can buy a little bit of weed right now. I can buy even more later. Like I can buy even more. I can buy even more, you know, snack foods from the mall food court. And I I, I had this moment of. I don't want this is fine for now, but this can't be forever or that something has to change because this can't be it. You know, like I'm not happy 
doing this. I mean, I'm. it's fun and it passes the time, but it's not fulfilling. It's not satisfying. It's not gratifying. And to just visualize doing it forever feels like death. So I have to get out of this town because there has to be something more than goofing off with Mike and Chris behind the Arby's. It's the Thro- journey. Throwing, throwing, you know, firecrackers at the ground behind the Arby's with my goofball friends. Like, there has to be a level of happiness beyond this. Yes, that old chestnut being at the Arby's and throwing firecrackers. Oh, boy. I've known these people. I I, I was these people, Aaron. <laughs> this was, uh, I, I took a year, well, I, I went to a college right after high school and I hated it. And I wanted to transfer, but I had to basically pay my way. And I I had to make some major changes. I was that. And uh, it all turned out. But man, there are some other paths I could have taken. So why can't I leave? Rory, you can't leave because you're scared. You You are so wrapped in this cocoon. You are, you are so used to the routine and the idea of leaving the comfort of what you have, it would be like throwing your favorite hoodie in a dumpster. But I love that hoodie. You love that hoodie. And that's why you keep that hoodie. And (sighs) I mean, Hey man, I love you, but no fucking way are you going to leave just because you had an idea? Yeah. Okay. So now we take turns describing how we confront the thing that is keeping us here. And we we go back and forth describing how we challenge things, how we confront the things that are keeping us here. Once we feel like we've resolved the obstacles in our way, we'll stop. But for now, we're just going to take turns saying, here's what I'm doing to confront that fear. Here's what I'm doing to get to a point where I can leave town. Would you like to go first or should I? Oh, goodness. Um, You know what? I'm scared, which means I should probably do it. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. So I... The timing here is perfect that we're starting a new song just as this is happening. Boom. And what's the the title of this one? Uh, This one is... Funny Funny You Should Should Ask. ask. Funny You Should Ask. The title is Funny You Should Ask. Um, I'm just delaying this scary thing that I have to have Lorelai do. So I, I think... I think it's Lorelai challenging, uh, I'm going to say, authority. Uh, and I, I, think, I think the thing for her is she's meeting with her guidance counselor, who her guidance counselor clearly has a plan. They've talked mm-hmm. about this for the past year and a half. And Lorelai comes into the guidance counselor's office and says, no, I want to go to the Pacific Northwest for school and I'm applying for this and I'm going to need this loan. And I know we had everything sketched out, but this is what I need right now. Okay. Do you feel like something about your situ about who you are or your situation makes this easier for you? Um, I feel like Rory, uh, Rory, I feel like Lorelai is a good student. So, um, she's, she's in a position where the teachers and the faculty of her school, uh, would listen to her sooner than maybe Rory would. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's, there's a little bit of trust there, but it's not a full 
turnover of the trust so far. Right. There's you still have to you still have to confront it, but you feel like it's going to help. Yeah, and and I feel like I I I have written on flashcards my my main points I wanted to hit. I walk into the office, I sit down, and I politely with a with a smidgen of curt uh, detail what I want, how I want to do it, and how I expect the guidance office to help me. Okay. Then you're going to roll 2d6 and take the highest result. Okay. Oh, so it's it's the highest result of one of the dice. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. Oh, I got a five. Okay. I got a five. I got a five and a two. I chose the five. I want to make tear jerking shower curtain cameras running Jesus or... <laughs> I want to make tear jerking shower curtain cameras running genius. I want to make them think they're seeing something they ain't never seen before. Tell us how you stood up to authority and walk away unscathed. All right. This is this is what happened. So I detail all of these things to the guidance counselor. I am nearly out of breath and my mouth is dry by the time I get through all of my talking points. And the guidance counselor sits there flips their pencil one or two times, sits back in their chair and says, well, you know, your brothers have been through here already, and I know about the situation with your family. And I I can see it coming from a mile away. From 500 feet ahead of me, I see this Mack truck getting ready to hit me, and I cut him off and I say, I already have everything filled out for for the scholarships. I just need your signature. <laughs> and like I, I had the essays written. I have like a freaking headshot attached to it. And I just place the paper on his desk and slowly slide it towards him. And I say, I had the mind to be prepared. I need you to have the mind to help me. And I think they sit back and they, yeah, they click that pencil and they just, they go, all right. All right, if you, I think you got this. Like you, you seem to, you seem to know what you're, what you're after. So I'm not going to stand in your way. And I'm sweating the entire time, just oh, like yeah. beads of sweat just cascading down. And I'm trying my best to like position my head so like the sweaty side is not in their uh, POV. But I might be failing a little bit. Who knows? I love it. So I think as you leave. As you leave the guidance counselor's office, we follow you out, and we pass by, and Rory is sitting there in a chair. Oh. Hands on my thighs, like, wiping, you know, clammy hams on my thighs, and, like, kind of, like, rocking back and forth. I don't have an appointment, but I'm going to challenge myself and say that, like, I am here to say, like, I want to apply for, like, a study abroad program. Damn! Or something like that. Like, I am challenging myself to be bold enough to tell myself that I want to take this step. You know what I mean? I love that. I really, like, like just me as the player, seeing Rory want to take such a big step, not even on the continent, on a different freaking piece of Pangea. I, I love that. I don't know if it's going to work. And I also don't know if I have anything that would make my situation <laughs> easier or harder. So this might just be a flat 1d6. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> five. We got a five. 
I'm, I'm so happy. So, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. I'm legitimately like giddy. Um, this game's real good. Is the thing. Hmm. Can can okay. So like, Lorelai has walked out of the guidance office, sees you sitting there, and can can Lorelai just like sit down next to you, not even say anything, but just like sit down and like just quietly be like a golem for you. Mm-hmm. And I think we just sit together for a while. Yeah. And I just, I like, I think I finally just say like, did it go okay? Yeah. Yeah. It went, it went just the way I wanted it to actually. And I smile and I get a little, like, I, I try not to show that I get a little choked up. And I stand up and I walk in and I like, I just like nod, give you a little nod and I walk inside. Aaron, would you read me, would you read me the result for when I get a four or above on challenging myself? Yes. I want to confess it in a whisper. That's just loud enough to make out. I want you to listen from the kitchen to me confessing on the couch. I want to be stronger than your dad was for your mom. Perfect. And I'm going to mark that O. And yeah, I walk in. So what's the next thing that you're confronting? Uh, hmm. I've already challenged authority. Um, I feel like I need to challenge my friends. Okay. And I think it's you. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's... I think I, I saw think it. it's I can I can I propose something? Real please, quick? please, please. I think please. like I walk back out and you're still there. Uh, and I I think you walk out. I stand up from the chairs and I'm just like, well, uh, like like arms like you need to tell me everything. How did it go? How did it go? Do we need to get out of here? Do we need to burn the place down? What do we got to do? And I stay I pause for a second and I stop and I go. We're going to burn the place down. I got it. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm look, any other day I would say yes. But you're going to PNW. Uh that is the plan. Yeah. That's Okay. Wow. That's, I mean, I can't, I can't super judge because I'm going maybe to, maybe to Ireland. What? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, both places are, wait, Ireland? I don't know. That's just what they floated as an option. Do, uh, do you want to, like, are, are you cool with Ireland? I think so. I think I could be. I think I could be. Uh, okay. Um, well, no offense. I feel way less bad about Pacific Northwest then. Uh, this is, I feel like, um, I feel like we need Guinness. Do you want to, do you want to go to my dad's place and steal a Guinness? If you're going to go to Ireland, I feel like we should, or I don't know, maybe, maybe we still burn the school down. This is just a lot. I, I kind of thought that you were, you know what? I'm going to, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you something right now. Okay. Can you challenge yourself on this? Cause now now I feel like you're really dealing with the fact that like I thought you were gonna be here. I thought you were just that's gonna what I mean. I always think, be here. I feel like you thought a certain the, like this is I feel like do you feel like this is still challenge your friends? Or do you think this is challenge yourself? You, you know what? I, I think it's a really good note to say uh, challenge yourself because the way that Lorelai feels right now, I think we're discovering that she she felt really good taking the leap. But when it comes to somebody else taking the leap, I wonder how she feels about like her. Like, how, how will this affect her? There's a little bit of selfish agency in this. So, yeah, I'm going to challenge myself. Here we go. Do you think there's Rolling. anything? Do you think there's anything about who you are or your situation that makes it easier or harder for you? Um, I think I think she's been high on this adrenaline of fuck my family, fuck my dad, fuck my brothers. I'm going to go out there and do it. And kind of if I crash and burn, I have this to come back to. Mm-hmm. And this is essentially taking away. She's trapezing without a net now. There's yep. no more security blanket. So okay. uh, here we go. I, I'm going to say that's making it harder for you. Ooh. So I'm going to well, say roll two dice and take the lower result. Yeah. Well, you know what? It uh, it wouldn't have helped either way because it got snake eyes. Um, oh, boy. That's not good. That's not that's not good at all. Um, yeah. So I got a one. <laughs> I want to make them think they're seeing something they ain't never seen before. But I'm full of shit. I'm a plagiarist. As a liar, I'm a 10. Tell me about how you lied to yourself or fell into old destructive habits. And then mark an X. I think I think what happened was... So, so when, when I think about our past, and I think about how we would stay up really late, watching Space Ghost, just kind of fucking around, um, I think there's been times where we've gone into our parents' respective liquor cabinets and... She's like, you're going to Ireland. We're going to have Guinness. And when then she goes home and she just gets trashed. Mm-hmm. She she has like two and a half bottles of Guinness as she's like asking you questions about Ireland. And and as the night goes on, the questions stop becoming assertive about how you're feeling and how you're going to do it. And they start becoming aggressive. And she realizes that She's not the only one that can escape from this sort of life. She's not the only person that can have these big dreams and act on them. And it makes her feel like what she's doing isn't as impressive. She was she was so proud of herself for doing this. But then seeing someone that, you know, in a way she had written off for not having that sort of ambition rise up. Uh, she realizes anyone can do this. I'm a small fish going into an even bigger pond now if this works out and just the dread is washing over her. So I think immediately I have to challenge my friends on this. Like, I think immediately I have to challenge because I think this is like you are, you're asking me these probing questions and and now I'm kind of having to like almost defend my ground a little bit of like, no, I can do this. Like, I know that I've never taken things so seriously before, but I can I can do this. I can I can go. I can leave. I don't have to be a face around town. Like I can do this. And I'm going to say 
I'm going to say I have something that makes this easier for me, which is we kind of briefly flash back just to a moment in the guidance counselor's office where I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I just and I kind of like explain like I just kind of want to see about, you know, maybe like going abroad and seeing things. And the teacher is like, well, there's a. I mean, you've always done well in English like there's a. There's like a lit study course. I mean, it would be, you know, chair like you would be doing charity work, but at the same time, like you'd be studying lit in Ireland and I and maybe that might it's push something in you. So like I have this feeling of like a, an authority figure believed in me that I think is pushing me through. Does that all feel right? Yeah, yeah, it it feels like I kind of get the notion that you don't ask for help, but in this yeah. moment, when you finally did reach out, you made a connection and you saw that it was worthwhile. And in you're you're getting that collective strength by asking for help. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe maybe Lorelai rejected that before. I got a six, so that's Damn. I'm so happy for you, but I'm so sad for Lorelai. I'm happy and sad at the same time. <laughs> Tell me what happens on a four or above. On a four or above when you challenge your friends. But now I am happy to be bonding in a kitchen with my friends. A spool of thread, a few good a few more good vibes, a safety pin, and a ballpoint pen. Tell about how your friends supported and accepted, accepted you through your struggles. Oh my goodness. Like that's perfect though. That's perfect though. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like we we do have this moment where it like gets tense, right? And it gets painful and there's this feeling simultaneously of of like no, I can do this. It's going to be okay because the thing is I've learned I I kind of learned from the best, right? Like I mean, we've been friends since we were 8, like I've seen you get your life together. I figured if, you know, maybe it's not so hard to, to do that. You know, maybe it's if, 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 if somebody, if you can do that, right. If you can really truly believe in yourself for so long and I, I see that, then why the hell can't I, you know, leaving towns, not, special and that's what makes it incredible so yeah i think i can do it i don't know if it'll be forever but like i think i can do it can i can i sprinkle on some paprika some like yeah. red pepper flakes here Hit it. Hit so it. I, I think i think when you say leaving town isn't special and that's what makes it incredible i picture rory is having not amazing posture but yep. as you say that you kind of look to the side you look out of the window into the yard that overlooks the street. And I imagine that Rory sees the same person coming home from work that they usually see after, after school every day, they see the same father working on a car in his garage. They see the same mom juggling two infants um, and saying Leaving town isn't that special, and that's what makes it incredible. Your posture is perfectly aligned. You stand up straight. The light hits you in such an incredible way. 
And you finish that speech and Lorelai says, I feel really uncomfortable you saying that I've done it and you could do it. Please, I am not a part of this. You did this all on your own. No. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I, I did not think that before this moment. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you as my friend that I'm telling you as my friend that I wouldn't have done it. You know, like, do you remember? Do you remember when we got that the DVD of the Space Ghost with the Christmas episode that's not on any of the other DVDs? And because we Mm -hmm. had to get it from like the other the guy at the comic shop. It was Sea Lab Night, yeah. It was Sea Lab Night, and then we watched we watched all of Space Ghost, and I just I remember in between episodes, I looked over, and you were writing in your notebook like, no, like college course notes, like you were writing down like classes that you wanted to look for in a program and like a sil in like not a syllabus or like a class schedule right and i just remember thinking at the time like she's got her shit to get like it's two in the morning we've been drinking for hours and here she is making notes about like that's incredible i'm I think so that- pissed i thought i i was apparently tipsy i didn't think you could see that i'm so pissed i thought it was under the blanket no but that's that's i don't mean that in a bad way i mean that in a like that was kind of the moment that that i kind of stopped being happy that doesn't sound right but like that was kind of the moment that i stopped being happy with this and i gesture out with my arms as wide as i can like this like okay but this this is good like those nights are really good those nights are are fantastic like they are those have value they do those are valuable to me i i love them don't get me wrong but as long as i'm here that's all all those nights are all are going to be all i ever have and I kind of, I gotta, I gotta see, I gotta at least see if there's something more than that, you know? Can I be completely honest? Yes. I think, I think the thing is, I, like when we hang out, it's so, like it's fun, it's relaxing, it's free, and I think the thing is, if you stay in this town you're not going to find that with anyone else. But if you go to Ireland, you might. And I don't know. I just, that makes me feel sad. But yeah, no, me too. I'm happy for you. But, you know, it's just a little, it's just a little bittersweet. Do you want to challenge yourself or your friends right now? I want to challenge myself to get okay. over myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. And, I, I think I think I'm gonna roll two specifically because Lorelai was the one that initiated this and she's the one that's willing to open up about it. Yeah. And I think I think I'm will I'm here supporting you, and I think I would absolutely say roll two and take the higher. Let's see, let's see. Fingers crossed. Oh, great. I got a five and a six. I'm gonna take that six. All right. Okay, so uh, uh Jeff, do you wanna tell me what happens when I roll a four or above when I challenge myself? 
I want to confess it in a whisper, just loud enough to make out. I want you to listen from the kitchen to me confessing on the couch. I want to be stronger than your dad was for your mom. Tell me about what you learned about yourself and how you grew. Um, so I think in that moment, as Lorelai is, is giving this confession about how it's scary that you can find somebody else with the same connection, uh, I think she's she's getting her ideas from the kitchen counter where there's a bunch of maps and applications and other documents strewn about. And she's looking at a map of, of uh, let's say Portland. She's looking at a map of Portland and like, there's a list that she made of like things to do uh, first semester in Portland. And I think as she's saying this, she's realizing the thing that I'm scared of happening with Rory Rory could also be scared of that happening with me. And this fixture in time is just that it's a fixture. It could grow. It could maintain itself, but it won't ever fade. And she's realizing that just because two people grow in different directions, doesn't mean that they have to grow apart. And she looks at you and there there's there's a there's a brief pause but she looks at Rory and says I guess the only solution is if you meet some really cool people in Ireland you're going to have to visit me in Portland with them or I'm going to have to visit Ireland I guess it's a it's going to be really tough but I mean I won't stand for anything else I I I look forward to seeing you there and she puts her hand out for a handshake just a very sarcastic authoritative handshake and i grab you and pull you in for like a bear hug and i'm just like nope <laughs> and i i oh got my bones <laughs> i want to make one last challenge because i i think i got a challenge i got to challenge my friends because i gotta tell them i'm leaving um so so you're you're talking about Chris and Sam was was it? Chris and Mike. Chris and Mike. So have you told them yet? I don't think I have. And I think like I think that the last scene before we play our end game is like I'm going to set the scene and then I'm going to roll the dice and we'll see what happens cuz I think we're behind the Arby's, we're throwing fireworks and I'm like <laughs> breathing deep and I'm getting ready to tell them that I'm going to leave. And I'm trying to decide if I have anything that helps or hinders in this situation. Uh, Rory, do you want me to come with you? I mean, I've been to the Arby's before. I've, I've thrown my fair share of, of I, lightning I, crackers or whatever it is you, <laughs> you, you do. I think I would, I think I would like for Lorelai to be there. And I think that's, what's going to make me roll 2d6 and take the higher. All right. You want me to stay in the car? Or do you want me to go behind the restaurant? You can hang out in the car. I won't be very right. long. Okay. We throw a few fireworks. We're there for about five minutes when. Oh, no, I only got a three. No. Please read to me what happens when I roll the three. No, damn it. I'm your best friend. I think I think you can do it again. <sighs> OK, if, if you want to keep the three, I'm keeping but, the three. But, all right, all right. When you roll a three or below, when you challenge your friends, she says you, you should admit it. She knows I, I probably won't. That he's the sound you want now, 
and I'm just the noise you don't. I don't think I say a goddamn word. I think we throw some, I think we throw some, I think we throw some fireworks. I think we, we goof around. I think you're in the car for like 45 minutes when I finally like get in and you drive us uh-huh. off. And you just and I'm studying like, or something. And I just, I don't say a word to you. I just drive and we go and we just, I drive you home and I don't say a word and I just drive home. And I think that's where we that's where we say au revoir, adios. This is the end of the game. Once we've resolved, with tears in a wait, I missed a section. With tears in my eyes, I begged you to stay to stay, and you said, "Hey, man, I love you, but no fucking way." Once we've resolved the obstacles in our way, we're gonna tally up the X's and O's. If we have more O's than X's, we get out of town like we wanted. If we have more X's, we don't. We stay there like we swore we never would. I've got two O's and an X, which means I am I'm hopping that plane to Ireland. I've also got two O's and an X, which means I'm going to Portland. Okay. So this is the end of the game. Au revoir, adios. If we left town, describe how the town has changed and tell everyone about how you have changed while you were away. Uh, I think Lorelai can go first. Go for it. So, let's say it's after the first semester abroad. Uh, it's after the first semester in Portland. Lorelai comes back for the standard uh, Christmas holiday. She wasn't able to come home during Thanksgiving, but during Christmas, her family has an annual tradition of going to a movie. And... This time, Lorelai drives the family, and as they get out of the car, and she's walking through the driveway into the theater, she's noticing that everything feels a little bit smaller. She feels a little bit bigger in the space, and she enters the double doors of the movie theater, and before she left, it felt like she didn't have to lean down so far to talk to the ticket person, but she gets five tickets to the film and her dad says, what, like, why'd you get five? Your mom can't make it. And she said, well, if Rory can make it, he's going to. And, you know, this time I wanted to pay for it. And, uh, the pride she feels about having a spot for you and being able to provide for her family in a way that she probably stretched herself so thin to do, but did, uh, fills her with this warmth. And uh, for the first time, she's seeing eye to eye with her brothers, who she always felt were much taller than her. I think I think you get a text that says, you know, you get this text and there's this sinking feeling because you're like, oh, no, that means. And you check it and it's like, I'm five minutes away. Save my seat. And I get there. And the reason I'm five minutes late is because I was driving around for a little while. And like I drove by the Arby's. I drove by the mall. 
and I just I, I there's a there's a like a glow to them. There's a warmth. There's this feeling of like, yeah, <laughs> that's where we threw firecrackers for hours. There's that shady comic shop that would sell you bootleg Adult Swim DVDs. <laughs> and I'm looking around and I'm like, I'm just feeling this feeling of like, I can't go back there. I can't go back there and throw fireworks because those kids have no idea who I am and that would be creepy as hell. I can't, well, I, I can't go buy an Adult Swim DVD because it seems like the comic book shop is now a Pinkberry. That's fine. I can't go back to those things. In a certain way of thinking, the thing that I was afraid of specifically came true. That I can't recapture that that feeling of being of wasting my days and throwing firecrackers is gone and there's this moment where like i i take out my phone to text and there's almost this moment of like i can't make it and i stop and i look at that text and i delete it and i say i'll be there in five because i can't i can't recapture that that's gone but i can Find something new. That's what I've been doing ever since I left. I found something new. And the old ways might be gone, but there's still new things out there. And that's okay. And that's, I'd say that's even better. Um, can I, uh, can I just put the worst bit of seasoning on this? Please. I think the movie that we go see, it's December 2005. Yep. And there's three films playing. King Kong by Peter Jackson. Sure. Siriana. Okay. And the movie that we pick is Aeon Flux. <laughs> and and I think the thing is, we know we're seeing Aeon Flux. My family has no clue. And so now we get together one last time and reminisce on the two short time we shared together. So I think like what happens is like the lights go down and we just kind of look at each other and we toast our drinks and are like, here's to a really shitty movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I just go, oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> and now the rules of the game state that we should play. Uh, track four twin size mattress one last time from the beginning but given the fact that our game ended exactly when twin size mattress ends i think we're good yeah it feels i kind of just don't even want to talk i'm gonna let it go yeah hmm And I think that's game. Except for the last part of the puzzle, which is to tell your friends you love them. Aaron, I love you. Jeff, I love you too. And that's game. I'm going to stop the music. And that's a wrap on Hey Man, I Love You, but no fucking way. What a nice, what a nice time. <laughs> what a beautiful game. What a, what a special <laughs> experience.
Yeah, and I feel like our last game was very, very like cathartic and emotional and super heavy. This was heavy in a way that felt still very positive and very constructive. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel very, it felt very joyful and very like celebratory and like very perfect. It was just perfect for like, it was perfect for right now. Yeah, you know? yeah, it, it's, it's got that feeling of like the... It's got that feeling of the leaves are beginning to turn and you can see your breath outside for the first time and things are changing. Yeah. And you just got to go along with it, man. <laughs> you just got to go along with it. What a perfect yeah, that was, game. That was super nice. Aaron, thank you for coming on the show and playing with me. This was a blast. Jeff, thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to <sighs> be on a show where like you also listen to it. It's so it's just very, very nice. <laughs> I know. I know that feeling and it makes me very happy. So, real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? You can find me on Twitter, at I'm Aaron J. If you want to type in Aaron J. Amendola into Google, you're probably going to find me. Uh, you can hit us up on our Patreon at patreon.com slash versus the universe. Once again, that's patreon.com slash vs the universe. And just type in earworm into Google. You're probably going to find me. Um, if you ever want to talk about Emo, punk rock music, uh, video games, comics. Just, I, I always love talking about that stuff. So hit me up. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for doing the show. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, Bass Me. And thanks again to Aaron for coming on to the show. That game was... <sighs> that game was incredible. Like, I don't know what else to say. It was, it was incredible. Go be sure to check the show notes for a copy of Hey Man, I Love You, But No Fucking Way. Be sure to check the show notes and follow Aaron on Twitter at I'm Aaron J. And be sure to head to patreon.com slash versus the universe to help financially support Astound. Check out Unicursity. It sounds like an amazing podcast. I am over the moon just thinking about it. It's going to be very, very cool. Check that out. Follow Aaron J on Twitter at I'm Aaron J. And then while you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Party of One Pod. Then slide over to Facebook and like the show at facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. Talk to us about the show and about gritty and pro wrestling and all the stuff that kids talk about these days. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review, a social media shout out, or a word of mouth recommendation to a friend's. All of those things help new listeners find the show. It helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also back the show financially. There's a few different ways to do that. You can go to patreon.com slash jeffstormer. You can go to ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. That's ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. Or you can go to paypal.me slash jeffjstormer. Jeffstormer is taken. Uh, any of those things help you directly fund not just Party of One, but all my fantasy children, the games that I create, the community support stuff that I do. All of that kind of stuff is directly funded through that kind through all of those links. It is a tremendous way to help continue to make cool stuff for the community at large. Hey, speaking of All My Fantasy Children, have I told you about All My Fantasy Children lately? I have? Last week? Oh, well, I'm going to do it again. Sorry. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. Every week, my best friend Aaron Catano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. And I guess in this episode, Talon of the Hawk by the Front Bottoms. 
technically. We didn't actually play the album on the episode, but we reference it a lot. Side note, go buy that album. It ruled. I'm still listening to it like after a week or plus after recording this with Aaron. Like it kicked ass. It's a kick-ass recording. Anyway, if you'd like to inquire about press coverage, advertising rates, or about coming on to the show as a guest, shoot me an email, partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always... Party on, everybody.